Welcome to Coffee Conversations. I am your host, Jen LeBanc-Billhartz, and thank you so much for being here today. We have a special guest, Billy Krogan from St. Louis, Missouri, is the front man with Les Gruff and the Billy Goat, an Americana and country band, again, from St. Louis, Missouri. So excited to welcome Billy to our show today. We're going to chat about the name of his band, why he has that awesome name, what kind of music he enjoys, more about his band, an awesome project he's working on, and he's also going to share his special recipe for his pizza crust. So we're very excited for today's show. Welcome, and we hope you stick around. Welcome, Billy. How's it going? Going very well. How are you? Doing good. Thanks. So glad that you're here tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So my first question is, can you tell us about the relevance of your name? The band name's pretty cool. (laughs) Sure. Um, We, uh, I guess I had been playing as a solo performer for like a couple of years before starting this project as the Billy Goat. And um, one day I was driving down the street listening to a blues show on the radio station. And uh, they talked about some some singer that was coming on that was going to be less gruff than the than the other singer. So I immediately thought that's the coolest name I've ever heard. <laughs> and so okay. I went home and Googled it and found out that it wasn't already someone's name. And uh, so I stole it. Nice. Love it. So how long have you had your band? I guess uh, we recorded our first record in 2012 and released it in 2013. Okay. So our official anniversary is, I think, March 3rd or something. It might be like March 1st, 2013 was our first show, but it was very early March 2013. Nice. So like seven years? Yeah. Doing my seven math, and right? a half or so. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Super cool. Um, and then you play guitar and you're also the lead singer. Is that my understanding? Or can you yeah. tell me more about what you do in the band? Yeah. So um, my, I mean, my role primarily is uh, singing and um, I play guitar. I, I write songs for the most part. Um, had a guy that I worked with for the majority of the history of this band um, who just left and his, he was basically the other singer and songwriter in the group. Um, so we, we would sort of split frontman duties a lot, uh, back, you know, up through basically, you know, the beginning of the pandemic, he, he quit the band. And so, um, you know, at this point it's, it's just me singing and, and, uh, I play, I play a little bit of guitar, but I mean, honestly, like more and more I've got, I've got, you know, really solid players in the group. Uh, I, I leave most of the, the music to them and, uh, just try to sing as best as I can. Nice. Awesome. And what kind of music is this? Well, we call it country and um, some people call it Americana. And so it, it falls in that roots, roots okay. Americana genre, I guess, is probably where it falls. Nice. Love it. Um, so is that your like preferred style of music that you would listen to? Or like, how did you get into that? Yeah. Um, I, you know, I started listening to, I guess, like, you know, classic country when I was in my early twenties. Um, and like really kind of got into it then. And from there sort of splintered off and started listening to a lot of the Texas guys, um, who are, you know, some of the best songwriters around guy Clark and, um, 
uh, people like that. Nice. And so I got really into that kind of stuff. Um, and then like more modern Texas, like the Austin scene, uh, people okay. that, that come through that, you know, over the last like four or five years, I've really, uh, started to enjoy. And, um, at this point, like I've, I've met quite a few of them, um, just because That's of really the, cool. the types of stuff that we've been able sure. to do with our group. Yeah. Awesome. So I, this might be me being naive, but I wouldn't consider that style of music terribly popular in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a few artists that do it and you know, they, they do well with it. Um, there's a small scene. So, so it's like, really you, small. So like, where do you fit <laughs> in with it? Like what kind of venues are you playing in? And um, you know, all that good stuff. So there's a genre out of, out of Texas that Texas and Oklahoma that's called red dirt. And um, that is, it's more or less, I mean, it's a country, it's one of the country sort of subheadings, I guess. Okay. Um, so a, a band who recently broke up was like big time in the red dirt scene. When they started, it was the Turnpike Troubadours. Their like, their like fan base following, I guess, is like throughout like the Midwest and South, rural America. Um, so those red dirt bands, a lot of times they hit St. Louis as one of their stops on the way up. Okay. Um, that's where we got our feet wet is playing opening for them at like off Broadway and oh, gotcha. stuff like that. Okay. Um, cool. And like early on, like when we very, very first started, um, there were, there were even fewer, uh, country and Americana bands in town. Like I would say that you could probably count them on like one hand. <laughs> right. Um, at this point, like there's, you know, there's a scene, um, it's not huge, but, but I mean, we're friends with all the people on it. It's um, growing. Yeah, it's growing. There's, nice. there's, you know, a lot of people sort of, um, you know, that, that all spend a lot of time together drinking and partying and doing that sure. kind of stuff and, and starting all these, all these bands. Um, so there's, uh, you know, there's a healthy little scene. It's not huge, but, but, uh, you know, there's things like the river city operate off Broadway, okay. um, where like, uh, that's one of Brad Jackson's projects. He's the guy that fronts a band called the fighting side. It's a, um, country band. He's got this deep baritone voice and there, you know, there's just, there's some stuff that happens and some stuff that's going on here. Um, is that that's kind of why we go off Broadway, you think? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's yeah. sort of the epicenter for, for what our scene is doing, I guess. Um, okay. but like, like you said, like, it's not, it's not like a super popular genre in the city of St. Louis, especially. Sure. Um, so we end up, you know, we spend a lot of our time in rural Missouri, rural Illinois, um, okay. going down through Texas, which, you know, uh, under like a, the circumstances of a normal summer, we would be on the road probably two or three weekends out of the month um on like one or two hour day trips sometimes yeah, or wow. whatever just playing bars in small towns mm -hmm. more or less nice well i think that like your the fact that um this genre isn't heavily populated in st louis would give more demand to it and make you guys more popular since there's <laughs> fewer competition <laughs> yeah um, you think <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I think it's pretty neat, though. Um, and, you know, I like all styles of music. So, you know, like once things open, and I've been to Off-Broadway and I've definitely heard that kind of music. And I've also seen some artists at um, Focal Point doing similar yeah. things um, and then various festivals. But of course, all the festivals are canceled. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, St. Louis is a good place for a hodgepodge of music for sure. 
Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, we have a, yeah we have an embarrassment of good musicians. I mean, there's there's nice. a huge huge blues scene. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a there's a ton of um, great jazz. You know, there. I mean, Absolutely. Webster U pumps out jazz players like it's uh, <laughs> like it's a machine. And so I know. like there's there's tons of people out there that can mm-hmm. play really really yeah. well um, in town. And so you know, our little our little country scene is. Um, it's definitely not the biggest one in town, but it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. Oh, for sure. I think any like niche of music, like getting, having that network is super yeah. cool. Um, I follow around, I've got some, several friends that are in the jazz scene that are musicians and, um, usually that's kind of my go-to. Yeah. And it's just, you know, you, you get stuck in something essentially and, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I love seeing all sorts of stuff. I also like classic rock and, um, you know, folk and Americana is good too. So, yeah. 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 I've been, I've been, uh, brushing up on my, um, my jazz appreciation lately. Uh, I have a, a nice. little one and a half year old daughter and, uh, oh, awesome. trying, trying to listen to a bunch of Miles Davis with her and, you know, get yeah. her excited about, excited about music because sure whatever. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I've got little ones too. And, um, you know, the, their early exposure is incredible. And just like the, I like to call it passive listening while, you know, they're playing, but they've got music in the background and they're, they're absorbing it. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And she, you know, she's got her favorite songs. Obviously she, uh, listens to kids songs and stuff like that as well. Okay. But- Usually when I'm driving in the car or something with her um, in the morning to the afternoons, I try to put on something a little more complex to. Oh, you know. sure. You don't want to listen to kids' songs all the time. Like, I no. no. <laughs> Especially not when you're driving. Right. Yeah. <laughs> totally get it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So um, as far as your training goes, are you self-taught or do you have formal training? Um, so I, yeah, I learned, I guess I learned how to play guitar when I was like 11, maybe 12 from, uh, a guy that lived up the street from me, uh, whose name was Paul Piccioni. And he was, uh, he has this band there. I think they're still active in town, um, called the Zonkies. Okay. That's a and they were just sort of, a, a you know, like a classic rock cover band. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, Paul's like a sick piano player and. But he also, you know, knew how to play guitar. So he, I would carry my my amplifier up to his house, and uh, my guitar, and the other hand, and like it was like a block and a half away, and that thing, <laughs> it was difficult being that. Oh, that's some dedication. Like, yeah, like a forty wow. pound amplifier. Oh my god, <laughs> it was really old. But uh, so you know, I, that's where I started, and then um, throughout high school, I had like, you know little pop punk bands there was a big pop punk you know craze scene I guess at the time um and so like I was I was kind of into that and then uh went to college and I I went to St. Louis U and studied classical guitar um not as my major but just like as one of my uh, pursuits sure um and so I I did that for like a couple of years um and then more or less I quit music entirely, like for, I don't know, like three, four years, maybe it was probably like a year 
after maybe a year or two after I was out of college when I like actually got serious about playing again. Okay. Um, so like that's, and that was, I guess that was 2008 when I graduated. So then I don't know. Now I'm old. <laughs> well, you look very young. It's maybe that mustache is hiding everything, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, my, my hair is definitely turning gray. Ah, uh, okay. That's for sure. But I, you know, I, well, gray, I don't feel... gray, hair is, gray hair is actually in, we have all these young kids like dying their hair gray. I'm like, what, what are you doing? But there's gray hair what? dye. Yes. No, you must've missed the whole wave of the popularity of it. So you fit, if your hair is, I can't tell your hair is gray, but if it is, you fit right in. Yeah. I would have done that ages ago though. It would have been great when it I was is, younger. It is super cool to do some, do something yeah. different. Right. Yeah. I had a real, I had a real baby face when I was in my twenties and you know, no mustache, anything like that. <laughs> and I mean, there were times when I was, I would get carded and, and they just wouldn't believe me that it was me. So I, <laughs> Places. An awesome mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. That's right. You have been listening to Coffee Conversations. I am your host, Jen LeBanc Billhartz from Shock City School of Music. Thanks for tuning in so far. We are going to just step away for a quick break and a word from our sponsor. So stick with us and we will be right back. Are you or your kids bored at home? We have the answer. Virtual music lessons. Mobile friendly platform. One on one lessons with a professional music instructor. Group lessons and kinder music too. The world is moving online. So are we. Join us today. Music lasts a lifetime. Begin today. Visit shockcityschool.com to sign up. Awesome. All right. So um, you're working on a video project right now. Is that right? Yes. Your, your group. Can you tell us about that? I'm super excited about it. Yeah, we're, um, I guess, you know, there's been a, a ton of different ways that people are handling, like, what do you do now that you can't perform live for real? I mean, you can go do like these social distance concerts and stuff like that. But I just, you know, some part of me, it's like, sure but like you kind of miss it like you can't dance you can't you know it's like the stuff that makes a concert cool mm -hmm. it's almost like let's just forget about that for a while and let's try something different so we're just we decided that our thing was going to basically be like we're going to repurpose some videos that we did in the past um we're getting them like done up by um by an engineer who came and did a recording at our release show we're uh we're doing like a a backyard video shoot at my house where it's just basically like, Hey, the band getting together. We're playing this show in front of this. I have this cool, I would show it to you if the light was still out, but it's like a tilty, yeah. tilty garage. Um, oh, that's, okay. that's great. It's green and orange, like bright green and bright orange. Ah. Um, and so, you know, I just thought that might be a cool video. Yeah, backdrop. So we're kind of very artsy. Yeah. That's kind of the, the, the gist of it. So we just decided like, let's do these live videos. Um, and then we're basically releasing like a video every month 
Um, this month's uh, like video is in production, um, and we have uh, we have a contest over on our website called the September Showdown to Ooh. have people help us select which one we'll be releasing next. Um, so there's actually two videos that we're working on, and uh, people can vote at our website. It's called lesgruff.com slash September dash showdown. Uh, and is that L-E-S-G-R-U-F? Uh, L-E-S-G-R-U-F-F dot com. Perfect. We'll get that added. Awesome. Right. Um, oh, I like the name. September Showdown. Is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, so we, we put, you know, we chopped up a couple of audio tracks. They're just like super rough, basically board mm-hmm. recordings for the for the time being, um, while our engineers do their magic and, uh, make it sound beautiful for us. Uh, and basically offer those up as like, Hey, listen to these, let us know which one you want to, you want to run with. And, uh, on September 30th, we're releasing the, uh, the tracks, the, the, the video. Well, cool. I don't know anyone else doing something like that. So kudos to you on having a creative idea that's original. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard. like, to me, the most important thing about like recorded music or any like, is that, um, it is done, uh, like it sounds good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, I just, I haven't, like, I've, I've watched live streams. I've watched my friends do it. And like people that I, you know, like, I don't feel like I'm stepping over anybody's toes. If I say like, by and large, it sounds like, like crap, like, because there's just not the technology for, the internet is not designed to uh, to live stream music across of it. You know, it's just not it's not for that. So uh, that's why that's why I would rather do this. <laughs> yeah, you definitely lose some quality, um, but no, I think that's awesome. Like you're, yeah. So awesome, yeah. That's really cool. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Well, what else can you share with us? Ah, oh, well, got a mean pizza recipe. <laughs> Did you come up with this on your own? <laughs> no. So a friend of mine, uh, a friend of mine brought some some sourdough starter over for us at the beginning of the pandemic, and okay. her name is Audrey. So we put our sourdough starter in a jar and we feed it, and we called it Audrey too. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so I I, I make uh, sourdough pizza crust now. It's just one of the things I do now. <laughs> And this is all from the starter that Audrey number one brought over? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I have no idea how any of that works, but I know it like grows and is yeah, it, it just, essentially reproduce or is it? Yeah. So the way that, yeast, you know, so it. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeast just like, it's just yeast is like some, I don't know, it's, maybe it's a bacteria, I think. We're getting into um, a nice lesson here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, so it, it just eats the sugars in flour okay. and then it expands and contracts. That's like how bread expands, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but like when you're making bread, you slow it down and you overfeed it. So then like it doesn't eat the flour too fast. But the the sourdough starter is basically like it just eats all of the flour overnight and then you feed it the next morning. And then same thing over and over again. Oh, gotcha. So you could essentially yeah. have like the same thing indefinitely until you yeah, stop. Basically, yeah, basically. Yeah, you stopped. just like throw half of it out and then... And then, you know, pour some new flour and water in there and it works again. So then you kind of experimented with this recipe until you lacked something. Yeah. 
Did, how did you find your recipe? And are you going to share the recipe or just going to tease us? <laughs> that you've I mean, it's, it's not, it's not complex. You know, it's just, uh, it's just, uh, flour. It's just, I mean, it's flour, water, salt, and sourdough starter. Okay. And is it, the whole it, thing. Do you feel like the crust kind of like makes the pizza or do the ingredients on the, the toppings also add to that a lot? I am not very good at topping pizzas. Okay. Um, like it, my pizzas well, I, always I taste like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the sauce is important, but I, but like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't know how many like toppings you're actually supposed to put on there to make it taste like uh, a, a commercially cooked pizza. For me, okay. I always put too few ingredients because I'm like, oh, that looks full. That looks good. Uh, <laughs> they shrink down when you cook it, though. Yeah, I know. My crust That's is delicious, but my my okay. topping game really could use a, a serious. I need it's, some. I need some instruction. <laughs> what are your go-to toppings? Uh, you know, pepperoni, mushrooms, green peppers, onions, okay. but the basic stuff. And do you make your own sauce as well, or is that store-bought? Yeah, I usually just mash up some. Uh, stewed tomatoes or whatever and then uh throw a little i got i have a little basil plant in my backyard i cut some oh, out there wow. in there it's a lot of stuff you really do it all oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i bet your daughter loves it little kids yeah she that. well she yeah she picks uh she picks all of our tomatoes and eats tomatoes she has tomatoes and she just picks them off the vine and starts eat, eating them eat it like an apple. Uh, yeah yeah we did a strawberry patch and like strawberries are great because they just I mean, you don't do anything, you know, they just grow in the wild anyway. So sure. it just like takes over this whole section of yard. And so the beginning, you know, she's every, she goes out there and like picks all the strawberries and eats them before anybody else can get them. It's just <laughs> nice. kind of her thing. Yeah. It's awesome. Fresh food's the best. Having a garden. There's nothing yeah. That's right. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being here. I've loved Thank having you. you, loved meeting you and chatting about, your music, definitely going to have to check you guys out. I'm wondering if I've seen you perform. I, I don't know. You look so familiar, and it's possible. I, go, I get to a lot of shows, or I used to. Um, but, yeah, I do look forward to catching a show once that stuff opens up. Yeah. Probably next year, though, I'm assuming. Hopefully. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping for, like, next summer to, like, be, like, when we actually get to start playing for real again. Do you do festivals ever? Um, we have never done, uh, any like big festivals. Most of the okay. festivals that we do are like in just like middle of Missouri with like, and we're the headliner, you know, it's, it's like a tiny festival local in St. Louis. Uh, uh-uh. okay. We, uh, we did play, um, when Lou Fest got canceled that year, uh, was that like two years ago? Um, yeah. something like that. They, um, they threw like, uh, in Lou, they called it in Lou Fest at the at the yep. boathouse, and uh, we played at the boathouse that year. Oh, nice, cool. That's that's the closest thing to a festival in town that we've ever played. <laughs> well, you were you were close. <laughs> a lot of people were close that year too. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> nice. All right. So again, your website is lesgruff.com. It's l-e-s-g-r-u-f-f.com. That's right. And then Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, we're on all the socials. Facebook is slash less gruff and the Billy Goat. Instagram, I think, is the same slash okay. less gruff and the Billy Goat. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. 
Yeah, if you search for Les Gruff, L-E-S-G-R-U-F-F, you won't find someone else. It will be us. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. Well, thanks so much for being here. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. You too. Bye, Billy. Have a great one. You too. A special thanks to our sponsor of today's show is Winapalooza. You can join the Winapalooza Wine and Music Festival this fall, October of 2020, as taking place in Nevada, Missouri. There will be several local artists, musicians, and of course, some wine. Tickets are on sale. You can find their information at Winapalooza. That's W-I-N-E-A-P-A-L-L-O-O-Z-A find them on Facebook and also online. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today on Coffee Conversations. My name is Jen and I am your host. And we just had Billy Krogan with Les Gruff and the Billy Goat, a St. Louis band, um, Americana country in St. Louis. So thank you so much for joining us. You can find us on our social media page, Facebook, Instagram, of course, our website, shockcityschool.com. Find the blog page. You can find, um, we've got Word, audio, and video. So we're also on YouTube. Hope you'll check that out. And again, thank you so much for being here and I will see you soon.